Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 333 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for speaking to us through your word. Help us hear the message you have for us today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, let's see what's happening in Luke chapter 22. Judas betrays Jesus in this chapter, and I'll share three insights that I see about sin. You may find more. First, Judas met with the priests, and verse 5 says they were delighted. Co-conspirators in sin delight together in their evil. Second, once Judas was committed to sin, he was always looking for a way to sin, as verse 6 points out. His mind could not stop revolving around that sinful place once his decision was made. Third, in verses 40 and 46, Jesus tells the disciples to pray against temptation. The Lord's Prayer includes prayer against temptation as well. Let us pray for God to deliver us from sin and evil and keep us from the temptation of it. In verse 20, Jesus said, This cup is the New Testament or covenant ratified in my blood, which is shed, poured out for you. This is God's promise through the prophets and psalms that we have been reading all along. We can praise the Lord for his sacrifice to save us and establish the new covenant under which we live. His blood covers us. People ask me if prayer works. Verses 31 and 32 say, Simon, Simon, Peter, listen. Satan has asked excessively that all of you be given up to him out of the power and keeping of God, that he might sift all of you like grain. But I have prayed especially for you, Peter, that your own faith may not fail, and when you yourself have turned again, strengthen and establish your brethren. Jesus prayed many times, as was recorded in our four Gospels. He fed thousands of people twice as he prayed. He brought Lazarus back from the dead through prayer. Verse 44 says, And being in all agony of mind, he prayed all the more earnestly and intently, and his sweat became like great clots of blood dropping down upon the ground. Jesus prayed earnestly in preparation for when he would be beaten, whipped, and nailed to the cross. He used prayer, taught us how to pray, and taught us that prayer works. May we lean into prayer, knowing the Lord hears and answers our prayers. Let's see what John's vision is in Revelation chapter 13. We read about two beasts. Satan supports the first beast and can be seen as the enemy's attempt at duplicating a John the Baptist of sorts, the one coming before the next imitator. By reading this passage, it seems he will look evil, but we must consider that this person will probably be imitating light and may not present himself as evil at first. He will be allowed to speak and blaspheme God, heaven, and all those in heaven and the saints on earth. Everyone except those whose names are written in the book of life will bow down to him. While he was given authority to take their lives, he was not given authority over souls. We know there will be deception here, so we can pray that we will always see the truth. Some believe this chapter refers to governments rather than a single person, and some believe this chapter refers to a person heading up a government. Either way, the enemy is a master at deception, and we must be on our guard. The second beast comes looking like Christ with the horns of a lamb. However, he teaches false doctrine. He seems more powerful than the first because he can raise the first from the dead. Again, this may appear similar to Jesus' death and resurrection and will deceive unbelievers. He will do signs and miracles, but again, is just a copycat. If you remember, some people imitated signs and miracles while Jesus was still alive. 
We have also read about sorcerers who could copy some of the miracles that Aaron did. So it will not be the first time acts of wonders will be done by human hands and not the hand of God. The beasts listed in this chapter come from the sea and the land. Jesus told us that he will come from the sky. So let us wait and watch for him. The beast's time on earth is limited. He will not have free reign forever and will not have authority over the souls that are saved. Let us believe in God, knowing he is our defender and our protector. You will see references from Daniel in this chapter, and I encourage you to look them up and read them. It will increase your faith in the Lord as you read the prophecies from God and Daniel and read them here in Revelation. God never changes. He is almighty and will do what he said he will do. So let's see what Daniel is writing in chapter 5. In this chapter, a descendant of Nebuchadnezzar, Belshazzar, is the king of Babylon. He was prideful and God planned his death accordingly. He was having a feast despite a siege that was surrounding his nation. He commanded the gold and silver from the Holy of Holies be brought to him and his guests so they could drink wine out of them. They worshipped the gold and silver as they drank and God sent them a sign because of his displeasure with them and the defilement of the holy goblets. He sent a hand to write on the wall. None of the king's wise men could read or interpret the words. The woman mentioned as the queen could have been Nebuchadnezzar's daughter. She remembered Daniel and told Belshazzar he could interpret the writing on the wall, so Daniel was called to interpret. Of course, Daniel could interpret the words that Belshazzar's demise was that night. The Medes and Persians took over Babylon. Belshazzar was killed and Darius the Mede took the throne. Chapter 6 is another one of my very favorite chapters. We see God's compassion and might as we read about him shutting up the mouths of the lions so they do not harm Daniel. Our chapter starts with King Darius on the throne. He assigned three presidents to govern and Daniel was one of them. Verse 3 tells us he was distinguished above the presidents. God's spirit and favor were upon Daniel. And as we know, jealousy rears its ugly head when one ruler is given favor above the others. And so the others concocted a plan they were sure would end Daniel. They asked the king to sign a decree that no one should ask or pray for anything to anyone except the king for 30 days. If they did, they would be cast into the lion's den. The king agreed and signed the decree. Daniel continued to pray three times a day and was seen and reported to the king. Darius was distraught because he cared for Daniel a great deal. However, he couldn't go against his decree. He didn't sleep much that night and was the first to go to the lion's den in the morning. In verse 20, he cried out, O oh, Daniel, servant of the living God, is your God whom you serve continually able to deliver you from the lions? And Daniel replied, O oh, king, live forever. The king was ecstatic and ordered that Daniel be released at once and the ones who accused Daniel be put in the den along with their families. The lions immediately killed them. God is the great I am. There is nothing he cannot do. Let's be encouraged in our walk with him and in all the circumstance against us today. Let's see what we can learn from Proverbs 2 today. This chapter tells us that if we desire and seek insight, understanding, and wisdom, we will understand the reverent and worshipful fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of our omniscient God. May we desire and keep seeking insight, understanding, and wisdom in God's word. Verse 7 says, He hides away sound and godly wisdom and stores it for the righteous, those who are upright and in right standing with him. He is a shield to those who walk uprightly and in integrity. God hides his wisdom from evil people and gives it to us, his followers. Then he protects us from the ungodly. Our God is our strength and our shield. Verses 10 and 11 say, For skillful and godly wisdom shall enter into your heart, and knowledge shall be pleasant to you. Discretion shall watch over you, and understanding shall keep you. 
we can hold on to these promises as we continue to read God's word and he imparts more wisdom into our hearts. They are also excellent verses to write on note cards and memorize. The Lord strengthens us through his word. Let us pray. O oh Lord, thank you for showing us more about your wisdom and your ways in your word. Thank you for showing us your compassion and might as you save Daniel in the lion's den. Father, help us receive the fullness of your love. Increase our faith in you and believe that you are working in all the circumstances of our lives. Help us seek you all the days of our lives. Keep us yours, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.